What up, what up, what up, what up? Um, hey. Yeah, Dan. There's only, there's only one way we can really start this episode. It's, 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 it's sad, but for a hip-hop head like me, there's only one way I can do it. There's only one way to do it. Yo, yo, yo. Yo. I got a good level. I got a good level. All right. Yo, it's DJ K Slate from around the way. We about to get into the Diaz Brothers 3. G's up situation. My nigga Bells, Master Duop, holding it down for the Bronx. Tony Touch, BK, Gangsta Hip Hop 2003 Let's go. Here's a little story that must be told. About two true brothers that were put on hold. Try to hold us back for fortunate fame. Try this shit in our name. We shouldn't have taught them the game. They try back then. What's your, what's your favorite K-Slay freestyle or K-Slay mixtape? I don't know. What, do you like note down which K-Slay mixtape is These your are favorite? part of my childhood, Dan. So, yes, I, I, I know. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James Todd Smith up in the spot. You know what I mean? My man K-Slay. Get down or lay down part two. Part two. You know what I'm saying? So everybody get ready to shake it. You know, ain't no question about it. LL Cool J up in the spot. Oh. You know what I should be yeah. asking you, Philip? Huh? I should be asking, what's your favorite Dead Presidents freestyle? Mm. There's got to be like a hundred of them. Actually, this is one of my favorites right here. This is... One, two, one, two. Check me out. Big L. Hold on. Yeah, chillin' with my nigga K-Slate from around the way, uh-huh. Flamboyant entertainment, nigga. Coming live, it's the danger zone. Check us out, uh, check it out, yeah. Check it out, yeah. Flamboyant entertainment, yeah, yeah. Flamboyant entertainment. While we hold gas, you hold knives. When you sow apes, we sow pies. When you roll bikes, we drove fives. It's no comparison, son. It's just embarrassing. I'm running with some of the baddest men in the whole New York. We hold the fort. Y'all if niggas is holding it. Play a hate and push and stolen whips. We have to type. So for those of you who don't know, um, we've got tragic news that DJ Casey, who had been ill with COVID complications for quite some time, passed away earlier this weekend. Uh, obviously, it was a shock because I don't know hip-hop without K-Slay. Like, ever since I've been a kid, K-Slay has been a staple of the hip-hop scene. From being a graffiti artist to being a businessman to having his magazine to being in the media to obviously street sweepers to the mixtape. So many classic mixtapes. I remember... Do you remember the era where, like, like smack dvds crack dvds um recordings of hot 97 freestyles and shows were like gold in the street before the internet dan you ever experienced that i am just glad that music no longer has to have those intros what are you talking at the time for a while they were hype but that was only the first time you heard it maybe the second time you heard it and after a while you just wanted to hear the song no well, at least that was my experience the intro was dope when you first said like hey hype oh i remember which song was it dan are it you telling mystical. me are, are you telling me when this dropped before when eminem was the hottest thing after his <clears throat> debut when he was about to drop the eminem Ayo. show this wasn't fire to you hey yo this is mother marshall oh yeah good luck cleaning this up though and i'm chilling I'm, right I'll, now i'll just DJ cut it all out i have no time the mother. And drama king. At least he announced it. The motherfucker. 
fucking drama king, dude. Come on, dude. Hey, yo, I didn't. Dude, okay, let me skip it. Dude, this Eminem freestyle is classic. DJ K Slay the drama king. king. Come on, man, Dad. Ah, shout out, shout out to K Slay, man. DJ K Slay. So from around you, the way, were, were you street sweepers or Desert Storm? Desert Storm, baby, Desert Storm. I didn't take it that seriously. I mean, I got a mixtapes. Not so, like them. So you were shouting Kiluminata. Yes. <laughs> I was. There's half our audience has no idea what we're talking about. Three if not if not seven eighths of our but audience. There's, there's, a, there's, another, there's another niche of our audience that are going crazy right now. Like, oh yes. And that, we're doing this podcast for you guys today. But yeah, um, I repeat to DJ K's day. I'm, I'm tired of seeing my heroes dying, man. And actually, I think we we just fe- uh, fe- featured the the song he did last year, the three three day long song. Yeah, the, the 110 bars and running song. That was that was amazing. That was an amazing project. Like technically, I was amazed by that. Um, I think basically what we're gonna do is I'm just gonna throw that at the end of the show and we're done. So guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, don't forget to follow Dan, that guy Phil Chard. At two broke trombos and hit us up on Patreon. All right, we out. That would have worked if we had already done the intro. I was going to say, and I, I hate to start the podcast on this depressing note, but it just hit me as Phil said it. We are at the age where that's going to start happening. Man. That's damn depressing. You're like all our, so when we were like teenagers, our heroes were probably like in their 30s, maybe even getting to 40s. Mm-hmm. So now, Bruh. It's depressing that everyone we looked up to is like on death's door right now, man. I, I remember like Slade keeps asking me to speak about the rucker. Matter of fact, I want to speak about the rucker. And then learning that that line, there was a whole beef back then. Dan, you know that there was a beef between K Slade, Jay Z, and Fed Joe over a basketball game. But why would, why would K Slade be a hero? Because I listened to his mixtapes. I mean, so, his, his mixtapes were dope. Yeah. But, but that's the entry point. It's the same way like we'd idolize Peter Johns and Tish, and Tish Mataz and everyone else. Like he, he was our entry point because in my mind, it's like, wait a minute. He's got LL Cool J shouting him out. He's got Jadakiss shouting him out. He's got um, Styles P and Jadakiss. All these dudes are shouting him out. So if they co-signing him, he must be worth knowing about. Mm. And I remember the first time I ever saw K-Slay, and I think the first few times I ever remember seeing Casely, he was always Louis V'd out. Like head to toe Louis V. I was like, God damn. <laughs> yeah, Harare Hans can give him a run for his money. Yeah, but <laughs> you see, he, he, he went to Dapper Dan or the Louis store to get his stuff. <laughs> I, I, which actually reminds me, yo, fam, so the, yesterday, actually, yesterday, I'm in, I'm in, a, in a restaurant at, the, at Village Walk. I'll let you figure out which one. And I'm there and I'm ordering and I'm asking, I asked them for something on the menu. They're like, okay, let's go check. And then, um, so this woman's very unfamiliar with the menu, right? So some man comes in, in what I can only describe as an offensively and aggressively fake Prada tracksuit with an even more offensive fake chain with what seems to be his name with shards of glass. That I meant to impersonate diamonds. Diamonds, diamonds, Philip, diamonds. Mm. 
and he's got that air about him. Like, I even wrong to say that you don't know how to do it. And my mind, I'm just looking at him, and I'm just like, I don't understand why when dudes get money in Zim, they'll spend money on everything. The car, the phone especially, the women, the club, but they won't spend money on clothes or groceries. Why is that? Jinimbi excluded, of course. My man said a, a large clothing budget. But uh, it also reminds me of, um, I was going to a braai. It was supposed to be a welcome braai for my brother, but then COVID, ah, long, boring story. But anyway, I was, I'd stopped by uh, liquor supplies. I was going to buy you know, just a couple of six packs of beer, walking with some beer. Then these two guys, they were obviously coming from maybe a bachelor party or maybe even the wedding itself. I don't know. So they came in and they, and they ordered multiple bottles of champagne. So they walk in, go straight to, to the counter. We want champagne. So I was like, uh, okay, there's like a, there's several options available mm. that you can choose. Yeah, yeah, give us bottles of champagne. I, then he just points them in the direction. So they go there. They didn't even, I, to their credit, they didn't even look in it. They went straight for the Moet. Straight, because mm, I was like, man, brand recognition, brand recognition. That that that, that green bottle is is is, is unique. Because I, I even I'd already paid for myself. I was just hesitating to see what are they going to get. What are they going to get? I'm, I'm surprised. Multiple I'm surprised, bottles. I'm surprised they didn't get the verve. I, I don't know. Oh, shiny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Philip, Philip, Philip. Let's start the show. Are you good to go? Sound of the thing, Hey, 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 hey. Let me hear a drum Welcome to another episode of Two Broke Twimbos. It's your boy Danny that guy, aka Danas the Mad Titan, aka Denimbi My Life Your Entertainment, aka Denford Wekumaraini, aka I'm done with these streets, but don't take me to a Joe Boy show. No, no, I refuse. AKA Akuna Moon Wendy Danny Moo. And he's here with Ronnie, the unmistakable, the irrefutable, the you will not get me out of my house bull in this weather bull. Phil Chad, AKA Flame Flows, the big boss, baby. Hey, 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 hey. AKA Feeds Up P. <laughs> AKA Sexington Lovo. DJ Mkarati Filthy Phil But most of you know him as Shamwari The Tengere wa Drinky Welcome to another episode of Two Brook Twimbles, boys and girls. Yeah, 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 yeah. As usual, let's start off with Zimbabweans doing it big. And uh, my trusty source of Zimbabweans doing big things around the world is a Greedy South. Check out his uh, website. Great website. Shout out to you, my mans. Uh, and uh, this week, he pointed us in the direction of a, a Zimbabwean by the name of uh, Tamsan Kandlovu, a Zimbabwean entrepreneur doing big things in the United States. Uh, he's the founder of uh, an organization called Data Advice. Do you say data, data, data? What do you say? Data. You look like, a, data. You, you look like a data guy. Yeah. Uh, we data. 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 Data, data. I don't know. It depends on the context. Data. 
Ndipe nitengero data, nitengero data. Aiwa nitengero data. Une data here. Aiwa ndo data. Well, Tam Sanka, better known as Tammy, not the singer, which ironically is also Tammy the singer's real name, Tam Sanka. But Moyo, not Ndlovu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He runs he runs a a consultation firm that works for consultation firms. It's brilliant. Mm, so he consults the consultants. I mean, who's policing the police? You know what I'm saying? Come on, now, come on, think about it. I hope, about I, I, hope I didn't misunderstand, but yeah, he's yeah. Uh, um, um, no, he's he's basically started a consultation firm and, and made big monies. So yeah, so if you knew someone by the name of Tamsan Kantlovu when he was young, when you were in school, hit him up, ask him for a loan because he's now got the money. And if he if he tries to front, tell him two broke twimbos told me that you started a company called Data Advise, and Data Advise is working all over the world, research teams in all the continents, and you are making millions and billions, maybe I don't know, maybe even trillions. Jesus, this is a long article. Um. Um, if you guys are going to like profile someone, I would appreciate if like at the end of the article, you just write net worth, most notably known for contact details, tapets, things, just, you know, like a TLDR. For- so, so make it like, like a baller alert <laughs> for, for men. Cause you know, that, that's why baller alert started. You know, right? Really? When baller alert was first founded, it was a, it was a blog that would tell women like it was basically like a, uh, there was just that like which co- which players are under contract right now which players are single how much are they worth which cities are they in which clubs do they like to go to these are the ex girlfriends so women would would basically do profiles and be like okay ah oh, Dan Dan is about to resign let's say with the Denver Nuggets I know he's getting twenty five million he's single he likes thick women I'm gonna put on a little bit of weight he likes going to to Pablo's on the weekends bam. That's, that's what Bola Alert was for. <laughs> Every day we stray further and further from God's love. Mm. Bonus Zimbabwean doing it big. You know, I like to spend my my intellectual time scrolling through Zim Celebs. Mm. And um, they pointed me the direction of uh, a Zimbabwean in Australia. Mm. who was on the, uh, She was on The Voice. Mm-hmm. And uh, she blew away the judges with this performance. It starts off with a baby crying, which is her baby with a white man. Even the child is disappointed. It's okay. It's okay. Alright. She's about to blow away the judge. Let's go the voice. Who are the judges in The Voice Australia? You know, I like to imagine that because they don't know who it is. So they hit the, the button to turn around. They turn around like, oh, no, she's black. Oh. Don't you think that's what they're thinking? <laughs> I feel like that's what they're thinking. But anyway, congratulations to Tandolwe to Sequila doing her thing in Australia. When I first saw this, I was like, <gasps> butterfly? But no, it's not butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Let's follow up from last week's episode. Yeah, bastard. I hope she, I hope she finds you. I love butterfly. Butterfly is my person. It's my people's people's. Congratulations to butterfly for uh, 
getting back on radio. She's doing the drive time at Power FM now after she had left for quite a while. Um, last week we had uh, the courting commentary episode. The courting commentary episode, one of the things that we discussed in that episode was the Stunner and Dion story. And we promised you a follow-up after more information came out. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I haven't really paid attention to the story. Mm-hmm. But in preparation for the show, I did find a follow-up. Would you like to hear it? Okay. <clears throat> okay. This is the Sunday Mail. Uh, Stunner and Dion bury the hatchet. Who wrote that? This is written by online reporter. Oh, Riposi. <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. It says, hip-hop singer Stana Bon Desmond Chideme has buried the hatchet <laughs> with his wife Dionica. Ilzi is a hip-hop singer. Has buried the hatchet with his wife Dion Tafirenika following a recent nasty public fight. Speaking in an interview with the Sunday Mail Online, Stana said he still loved his wife. I'm not going to dump my wife because of a court case. Disagreements are common and they are part of our everyday life. That's not what? a good thing to say. <sighs> no, wait, no, wait, stop. The 41-year-old. Wait, no, Dan, where is this being framed? Like, Stan is the aggrieved party. No, uh, Dion also, there's something in it. Yeah, it's framed weird. The 41-year-old was arrested for assault, appeared before Harare Magistrate. He's also expected to appear in court again next month, by the way, May 11th. Uh, they've been married for three years. Uh, Dion says, <clears throat> or rather, Dion praised her husband for acting in a mature way. Following the shameful incident, I'm happy that he has managed to pull himself together. My husband is acting mature and divorce is not an, Im- is not an option. Stana said, Dion said. No, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Dion said. Joking, Dion said. <laughs> yeah, you're joking about, oh, wow, Dan. Wow. D- Dion blamed cyber bullies for creating challenges in her marriage. So, I am not what many people <laughs> accuse me of on social media. Some of them are calling me a halot. So that might. Oh my Dion God. did not use you guys. Sade mega. You guys got DJ did up. Ah no! Hey yo yo! You know <laughs> you know it's like it's like have you seen people on Twitter be like you know what my three year old son told me today you know what dad it's not the outcome of the future that's important it's living in the present. You're like if you don't shut that. You know, and I was like, well, guy, that's so know, wise for a three-year-old. You know, like, if we didn't have to create this show for entertainment purposes. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Yo. Whoever's listening, shout out to the patrons. Because the patrons are the only reason we are, we're doing this right now. I'm tired. I'm tired. Ah, no, man. Anyway. No, this can't be. Yo. That's the promised you update. <laughs> In as much as that whole article offends my intelligence. <laughs> I have to also look at it from a place of compassion, knowing what's going on in society, yeah. knowing on what these women have to deal with, knowing the pressure she, she definitely is under, considering her age. I'm more so, I'm just sad. Yeah. Like, I'm really sad, man. You know, that's, that's your relationship. That's your business. I'm not going to, I'm not going to hop in where I'm, where I'm not wanted or whatever. But man, to me on the outside looking in, that's sad. So, uh, yeah, so uh, that's that. Um, mm. In fact, Dan, serendipitously, you've opened your Twitter and there's a, there's a thing that I saw earlier today. I don't trust that source because I believe that's the same source that, that said that the queen had died and then they, they stood by it until the queen was like, no, that was, um, 
Oh my God! What's his name? What's his name? What's his it was, name? It was Hollywood Unlocked, wasn't it? But this is is it? This is not. Oh, this is Hollywood Unlocked. Actually, sorry, I'm seeing. I'm looking at the account. Yeah. So anyway, it says that Will Smith flooded with movie offers despite a ten-year Oscars ban after Chris Rock altercation, and the the takes keep coming. Dan, can I give you one of the takes from our patrons? Hit it. One of our patrons has said it's giving. We couldn't afford his salary, but it's probably lower now. <laughs> That's Ropa. <laughs> but Will Smith takes the back end. Okay, and you know, wait, no. You used to out. take the back end. Wait, no, that also came out. <laughs> no, you know what we're saying. Okay, yeah, but yeah, I get hiccups. This is our poor listeners don't need to listen to a show with hiccups. I get hiccups often when I'm hold stressed. hold your breath for forty five seconds. Okay. <gasps> As Phil holds his breath. We will try to relax him by giving him positive affirmations. Phil, one day you too will take the back end. <laughs> like Will Smith. That's not holding your breath. I hate you so much. I just, I, I wish I could punch you. Speaking of... Why can't I slap you? Hey, yeah. You know, can't I slap you? That'd be good for ratings. Speaking of unsubstantiated internet rumors. Let's get into some of our main talk- talking points for today. Let's start off with Rihanna and ASAP Rocky. <laughs> okay. Wait, actually, you know what? Time moves so fast. I can't even remember if this happened before or after we recorded the last episode. No, it, came, it happened shortly after. But so, as, as you know, um, and you, my, my man has been copping please ever since. Ah, no, Rihanna's, Rihanna's lawyers, ah, they don't play games. They don't play games. So, Okay. Here's what happened. Why now? I just logged into my Twitter. I saw a whole bunch. I saw Rihanna, ASAP were everywhere here, and everyone just kept on talking about. Imagine cheating on Rihanna. Hey, what's wrong with you? Cheat on Rihanna? How could you cheat on Rihanna? And I was like, I was like, listen, I don't. I mean, I don't give a lot of credit to rappers, entertainers as a whole, but I'm sure not even he's that. Like, it'll probably happen down the line, but like, no way, not now. And then I thought about it, and I was like, no, wait, nope. It's still very believable. However, there was a Twitter user who posted up with no sources, no links, no person doesn't even have a profile picture. No, he does. He does. He's he's, he's known for the mess. He's got 20,000 followers. I swear he just had like a blue logo on his page. No, no, no. That was the second account. No, the one that that apologized. No, no. Okay, anyway. He's he's known for the... Let me me even load up his page now. So, uh, yeah, this person just posted, yo... Uh, ASAP Rocky oh, Rihanna and ASAP Rocky have broken up because ASAP Rocky cheated on Rihanna with uh, Fenty's shoe designer what's her name I forgot her name let me pull it up pretty girl she's, mm. she's I mean she's quite it's quite lovely but also I mean their the handle is Louis Varoma mm-hmm. they're, they're they're a gossiper they've got quite a bit of a following as you can see Dan, as, I, as I mentioned mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this is who initially posted it and apologized um, so, so they're known for like dropping the tea you know, you know, just controlling the conversation, um, and they 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 dropped rumors that ASAP and ASAP Rocky and Rihanna had split because ASAP was having an affair. In fact, let's not mention a name because I, I don't think it's it's beneficial. But she's fine. No, but it's it's, it's not beneficial. She's got her own guns right now. I I don't really stress her. I don't really stress. She's got her own stress. If she's smart, she's got no stress because lots of people know her name. Now. No, Dan. Are you forgetting the internet? <laughs> Do you know what 
deranged Rihanna fans must have been doing to her comments and mentions. That is also true. I mean, she did say something like, uh, her statement did have like, uh, you guys, I'm now actually scared for my life and my health. But anyway, yeah. So, so, um, so yeah. Her, I name's, her name's saw, Amina. I'm not going to yeah, say it. I, I immediately saw it and, you know, me, screw it. I told y'all so. I was like, I, I read the statement and the thing that concerned me was dude, the, the timeline. Everyone had an opinion. Everyone. Straight up. You see this man. Hey, can you everyone see how they move? Everyone had an opinion. From from birds chirping away at the top of their trees to men tweeting from their floor mattresses that Rihanna's back on the market. I'll raise that child. And this is also just in the wake. And I think this is why this person dropped it. It's in the wake of um, Rihanna's Vogue. Covered. Did you read the article? I did. Well, I didn't read the article, but the, like the main talking point. Was actually quite sweet. When they, and she's talking about how, like, her and ASAP Rocky were dying shirts. Man, man, if you guys don't shut up and go and eat your money, I was like, oh my god, you It's only sweet because they're rich, Philip. No, but I, I would love to do that. Like, if no. I told you, oh, me and my girl, we just kind of drove down the beach, you know, and then we stopped somewhere and we bought like some cute clothes. No, and but we just, this is this is this is for weeks. This wasn't a one day thing. They were driving across the country. And also, then you 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 go to Mashija. You like going camping. Camping is lovely. You guys running water. Ah, Screw that, bro. There's a river. It runs. (laughs) It flows like water. Here's here's fam. You could not pay me to go camping. (laughs) You don't know nice things, Philip. Here's my thing. Okay, I do know nice things. They're called hotels. You you know old Twitter, Philip, was fun. It was. People would have. I don't, I'm not saying people would have believed the rumor, but they would have run with it. Mm-hmm. With jokes. That's what it would have been. Yeah. And most people would be like, yeah, we probably don't believe that's what happened, but we got a joke for it. I know. And the jokes were funny. They were funny. Oh, the jokes always are funny. The thing that I don't, the thing that was, that was confusing me is the think pieces. Yes. Serious people ruin everything. Serious people ruin Twitter. <laughs> people who are there to teach. Ain't nobody on Twitter to learn, guys. No, no, no. no. That's that's another thing. There are actually there are actually people that are there to teach, and they teach well. But we, they we also know how to crack. They, 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 they know. Must it's like go a, to LinkedIn. I, I believe. I believe. It's, it's is it Ephesians or Ecclesiastes? I know it's Ephesians. There's a time for learning. There's a time for play. Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes. I need to learn these. I'm sorry. <laughs> there's, there's a time, you know, and they know when to switch. There are some people who you're dumb. We can all tell you are dumb. Stop trying to pretend like you are smart. There, there, there's a flip side to it. The people who are smart, mm-hmm. just a little too smart. No, too, and and the reason I say too smart is not not from an intelligence perspective, but from it's more of a you believe in your own mm. hype. So you, how it works is you know nothing, you know less, you know less, you know less. I mean, you know nothing, mm. you know a little bit more, you know a little bit more, you know a little bit more. You know, and you get to a stage where, like, damn, I know quite a bit. And then it's like a hockey stick spike. Exactly. And I then, know everything. You see, but then after I know everything, if you keep learning more, you realize, good damn, I actually know nothing. Mm. See, it's like so I don't it's know a what, drop off. What, what was the famous philosopher? You know what I mean? Who says the more you know, you figure out the less you know. Mm. So the thing is, you reach a certain stage where you think you know everything. You think you're super smart. But you and have no idea. When you learn slightly more. Mm. You realize, good damn, damn, I actually don't know. Do you know what just reminds me of Dan? Do you know? Do you know who knew the most? Every artist that was on MTV Diary. Because remember, welcome to the Diary, Diary of Ludacris. Oh. Sorry, I'm just that up to think. Remember the catchphrase was like, welcome to MTV Diary of Ludacris. You think you know, 
but you have no idea. Anyway, my point is, I like without getting too serious, I just, I said it before. It's not necessary. And in fact, don't share your opinion on every single thing. Share your opinion on things that affect you or that you have, you know, a legitimate reason to share your opinion on. Because why, why? Crack a joke, sure. Maybe make a flippant statement like, damn, I remember when my man's cheated on me. Sorry. But... I mean, think pieces and opinions and what? Like, guys, so now how do you feel? Did you apologize to ASAP? Did you apologize to Amina Watch? And they're like, no, I never apologized because he's a colorist. No, no, no. You guys never apologized, but you were running. Okay, if you are going to run, I, do you know what I hate, Philip? I hate when someone comes with, like, with fire, with ginger, with viva. Could you know? Mm. I, no, 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 no. I'm right. Then it's proven that they're wrong. They're like, oh. Keep the same energy with your sorry. Yeah, the apologies had the same level of energy as the argument. Exactly. And, the and don't, don't, don't come here in public and apologize in private, okay? I didn't want that, no. Anyway, so ASAP Rocky got arrested. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a segue. Yo, and it's, and, yo, ah, yo, they're after him, bro. And it's an old case, too, yo. They're like, yo, my man, while you're here. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean let's, have a, let's have a little chit-chat. So if, uh, if you're wondering, Rihanna and ASAP went to Barbados. Uh, I believe Barbados because uh, that's the plan. That's where Rihanna wants to give birth. And just raise a child, yes. She does want to, but I think she said she won't be able to, but she yeah. wants to. Yeah. Anyway, so on their way back from Barbados, um, ASAP was arrested at LAX. Touchdown in LAX, went straight to jail again. Fam, like that time when he got released from a Swedish prison. Fam, it's like sometimes like when you, when, you, when you reflect, like life is a movie. There was a time when ASAP Rocky was imprisoned in Sweden <laughs> because of an assault case. And the president of America, the leader of the free world, tweeted free ASAP ASAP. ASAP. <laughs> the I, I, think, thing, I think that's the real reason he was banned, actually. The, the only Twitter. thing that would have made that tweet better was if he said, free my nigga ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag ASAP mom. <laughs> Put it on a t-shirt. Uh, Yo, God damn it. Big T. Ah, Big T was entertainment. So ah, that, that's hilarious. Was We're over here, like, yo, yeah, apologize to ASAP. He's not trash. Anyway, so he was arrested. <laughs> Speaking again of allegedly Twitter, you know, allegations. Yo, this magnet is really strong. It's actually scary how strong this magnet is. Philip, you need a break. Eh? Focus, focus. Dan, I'm so tired. This is my ADHD. Our our Mwanawevu queen, um, you know, Zimbabwean representative killing it, you know, on uh, young, famous and African, Nadia Kandava. Actually, have you have watched an episode yet? I watched episode one, Philip, and I'm, I'm never going to watch any other episode. I'm gonna, I, you know what? I'm, I'm setting some time aside this weekend to watch it because I also want to catch up on Ozark. Ozark part two's out. I'm so behind on Ozark. Not because young, famous and African, if you love mess, trash reality shows, mm. you will love Young Famous and African. Do I also want to watch? I want to watch that Viola Davis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I've been seeing clips. I'm like, no. I've been seeing the I need to get. I need to get lit and watch this show. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it with the patrons. You know what? Let's do it with the patrons. <laughs> so, so if you like reality shows, you will probably really love um, Young Famous and African. It's just, I know that's just not for me. Anyway, the point is, Nadia Nakai, um, friend of the show, 
Um, it's been on the show before. One of our few video episodes. You can go check it out on YouTube. A great episode. She was looking lovely. Um, she has recently been dating Kiernan Forbes. Oh, yeah. yeah that story is man. Yeah. AKA, Let AKA. Me <laughs> so, the many statements. Um, I mean, obviously, a lot of people had stuff to say and whatever, but meh. You know, I, I mean, I, I paid attention a little bit by the side, but I'm like, meh. Anyway, one day, the gossip blogs and so on started posting, oh, no, Nadia has unfollowed AKA. And then on that same day, AKA posted something like, along the lines of, I'll never let a girlfriend disrespect me again, or something along those lines. Mm. He posted on his stories. So people were immediately, ah, what's going on? I see there's trouble in paradise. Are these guys fighting? What's going on? This is while they were, by, I think they were on vacation in Ghana. Mm. So um, a story then came out by uh, Gossip. Sunday Television. World. Sunday World. They're, they're here. Yeah. The story basically said, Allegedly, and the word allegedly was there. I think it was like four times in one sentence. Mm-hmm. And they allegedly... Sprinkled, sprinkled. Like, <laughs> like Jesus and Mero. <laughs> allegedly. You know, they wrote the sentence first and then added. <laughs> so um, apparently, AKA, ass- or allegedly assaulted Nadia, according to this newspaper article. And because of that, Nadia broke up with him immediately and left. And so that was what the story said. And first of all, this is one year after the death of his ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. who died uh, in April of 2021. This is April of 2022. So people were already drawing parallels. People were already, you know, saying a lot of things. I don't know, but there has now been some lawsuits put out and statements from both parties. Mm. I, this is the time for you to read it, Philip. Oh, oh, oh. Thank you for that segue, Dan. Give me a moment. <laughs> We're a finely tuned machine over here, guys. Mm-hmm. We've been doing this for years. So this is by um, Keenan Forbes Lawyers, Rudolph Balloy Incorporated. And it's there. Dear Mr. Amanagnetze, Mr. Keenan Jared Forbes and Mrs. Anadia Nankava, a Daily Sun newspaper, and Mr. Quincy Mashlongi. We act on behalf of Mr. Keenan Jared Forbes and Miss Nadia Nakava, popularly known as AKA and Nadia Nakai, respectively. As you're aware, our clients are well celebrated and established popular music artists with fans all over the world. It is our it is our instruction that on 19 April 2022, Daily Sun newspaper published a false, malicious, and defamatory article. On its webpage titled Source, aka Murd Nadia, written by Mr. Quincy Mashlangi. One of the false and defamatory statements in this article reads He allegedly assaulted her at the venue in full view of people. He allegedly did it again at the hotel, and everything got heated. When he arrived at the hotel, he went into a room where she was chilling with other people and allegedly. Attacked the promoter who booked him. The aforementioned allegations are baseless, false, and defamatory in nature. The quoted source offers nothing but hearsay allegations or a figment of the imagination, if such a source even exists. 
and then they they go on to say a, a many few things there, but basically they are they are disputing the claim, eh? And then also, aka dropped a joint statement, but he only he posted it and then Nadia retweeted it. Did you see it, uh, Tien? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In the joint statement, it says aka X Nadia Nakai. We have received your inquiries relating to our trip to Accra. I love how they put Ghana in parentheses. Like, this. I don't know any other crowd. You know any other crowd? Yet? You never know. You never know. There by Europe, there, they've probably gotten a crowd there. This past weekend, what was a fun and beautiful working trip? We, we both had separate work engagements, is now being turned into a public smear campaign. What we took to be light interactions with industry peers and associates has now been twisted by outsiders. Just to be clear, the A. Just to clear the air, there was no physical nor verbal altercation between us. We are fine and there's no drama between us. We are basking in our individual successes from this amazing trip. So after reading all these uh, statements, I think it's in short, I don't believe a word coming out of this thing. Not one word. Not one. Ah, no, Out of AKA's mouth. Not a single one. Wow. I don't trust him. Ah, uh, something happened. Panish Aitik. What Itikad? Specifically, we don't know, but Panish Aitik. I find it very difficult to believe that AKA would have assaulted his girlfriend in public. And there's not a single video, not a single picture. No, I I think obviously when Wagas did assault, but when you look at the, the order of events, right, the mere fact that he says... He tweet he had that cryptic post on his Instagram mm-hmm. stories that I will never let another woman disrespect me. That means there was some sort of altercation. Mm-hmm. It may not have been physical, but something happened. Something pissed him off. Something triggered him. Something happened. I would think so as well. And this goes back to a, I can't remember if I was having this conversation with you or on the podcast, where you know like when you're known for something, everyone will always default to that. It's like the ASAP Rocky thing almost. You know, you know what I mean? Like ASAP Rocky, even though he's not known as a cheater, he's paying for the sins of other men who are rappers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and the lyrics of his songs. <laughs> <laughs> so in, in that respect, people then jumped, oh no, of course, of course he cheated. So, at which point does AKA's past actions, which now paint him in a certain way, which way, at, at which point do we now say, dude, even if you're innocent, at which point do you take accountability for the fact that, you know, the way I've behaved in the past makes it easy for people to believe this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I hope and pray that Nadi's okay. I hope and pray that there was no physical altercation. I hope and pray that if their relationship is real, because I don't think it is. But if it's real, I hope it's a healthy one. But, my man, why is everything so messy? You know, it's a conversation I had with a, a friend recently. We all get in mess. We all sometimes do the wrong thing. We all sometimes face weird situations. We all have that happen from time to time. But at some point, if consistently... That's that's what I'm saying. Consistently, you are in mess. Every month, every year, you are in mess. At some point, you got to sit back and like, wait, what am I doing? 
Bingo. It can't always be just it's happening to me. Yeah. So I I, I get your sentiment. What I uh, what I do want to say here is if Nadia comes out and says it, that's when it's an issue. Right now, it's it's almost like I don't know if you saw I don't know if you saw what happened with Mr. Beast. So Mr. Beast put up a, a YouTube video. For those of you who don't know, Mr. Beast is probably the most consumed who YouTuber. Who doesn't know Mr. Beast? Yeah. So Mr. Beast put out a YouTube video where- also, It's weird. I don't understand. Why, why are we calling a child Mr. Beast? Because <laughs> he's, he's throwing cash at people. So what he does is, he, his videos are normally like, do something, something for money, right? So his whole thing was, can you survive, I think it was a month, in solitary confinement by yourself for a million dollars. So he got some person, put him in and filmed this whole experience, made it fun and whatever, whatever, whatever. But then the person, after a while being in solitary confinement, obviously started experiencing problems and like mental issues and depression shock, and whatever. Shock and surprise. So, so I mean, the, 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 the tone of all these videos is very light. So, you know, they would joke about it. It's like, how are you doing? Are you okay mentally? Huh? <laughs> so everyone was upset. Everyone was mad. Like, yo. Not how, ev- no, everyone. No, okay, not everyone. I mean, I mean there yeah. was a lot of, of backlash. Those, on, those on are the things that are too smart. Yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were all like, how could you do this to the man? Hey, how can you, uh, you know, basically manipulate someone for just for to get likes and views? And then everyone is like, yo, it were, you could, he could leave anytime he wanted. Literally, all he had to do was walk out the door. Mm-hmm. That's all you had to do. Also, he volunteered to come with a promise of... So it was basically and, money and, for time. And, was this person a, a consenting adult? This person then came afterwards and said, guys, there was a doctor who checked on me regularly. Um, I was... Yes, I mean, I did face some problems, but I was, I was doing it intentionally because I wanted to get the money. And it was a great opportunity for me. I didn't win the million dollars because I left early, but I, I think he got $340,000 or something. Because mm. ah, that's when they... Hey, Mr. Beast throws money. <laughs> Uh, did you did you watch did you watch when you got like all the top YouTubers to do that like scavenger under yeah. the biggest thing? And I'm watching this. I'm like, yo, every video that he's dropping is like seven minutes, but this could be a, an episode of the Amazing Race. <laughs> and I couldn't fathom the amount of money he's spending, and he's only drawing out seven minutes of content when TV would make that forty five. And yeah, exactly. And he'll give like multiple amounts of money per episode. Yeah, and you're like, dude, like that's twelve videos, bro. But anyway. Um. Yeah. So, even though this person put out the statement saying "I'm good," I was there consentingly and willingly, no, 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 and no. the doctors came they and checked care. on me daily to make sure I was okay. They don't care about his opinion. They, they, care, like, no. they care about their outrage. You are manipulated. You don't even realize it. We're here to fight for you. He's like, no, 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 no guys. No, I'm a consenting adult. I'm like, no, no, no. You, you're still traumatized. We got you. So while I understand that some people are in abusive relationships and need our help. I, I don't think it's on us to tell someone with no evidence, just rumor, you are being abused. We're here to help you. I'm not saying that what you're saying. All I'm saying is the saying is there's smoke, there's fire. And the problem is with, with AKA, he's a dry kindling. He's, he's just a walking but dry it, kindling. The, the reverse also works. Which is even when, because something happened to you in the past or you've been in a mess or you've been in lots of messes, even things that are not mess will immediately be interpreted to be mess. No, but you made the mess. Yeah, you made prior things mess. This incident could have been mess because initially, right, let's say without that, that, that cryptic post, mm. there, there, was, there was no real inkling. And then it was the, it was the cryptic post 
which then led people to start searching and realize, wait, they're not following each other on social media anymore, which is a, a, another weird thing, but that's neither here nor there, right? So you alerted people to the mess, okay? Yeah. Which then started getting people talking, which then led to these rumors, whether unfounded or not, that's not my place to say, mm. but that's my point. So even if, let's say worst case scenario, your, your woman disrespected you in some form or fashion, how is that our business? Why is that our business? Why isn't that between you two? We all know too much about each other. Fight mega. Make up mega. That's Post another, a cute picture every now and again for your fans fam, and your followers. That's, that's one thing that I'll also not understand is social media has made it really weird because just the other day, some guy posted screenshots of how there's a guy who pretended to be a woman and then he bought her like a set of AirPods and then he screenshotted the whole experience like him in the DMs and then her coming out and saying, yo, I'm not even a woman. I was just catfishing y'all. I was just trying to prove how it is for me to scam your man. Anyway, I'm deleting my account again. Bye. Because apparently this is what this person does. Mm. And then he, he posted it. And, <laughs> and then people were like, why are you posting your L, bro? I would take this to my grave. But there's so have much. Have you seen this week people have been posting L's? Dude, like the, 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 what, what, what man has done to you? Or what you like the, the worst you've ever... Fam. <laughs> guys, no, guys, listen. I don't understand. You know what? You know what? Maybe we're speaking from privilege because maybe because we have friends. Because we have friends and family. Maybe that's why, Dan. So we can confide in our friends and family. Guys, your personal guans are for your friends and family. They are not for Twitter. Especially personal... Some of these people have dropped such personal guans. I, I swear... I can I, I know all the the password recovery questions. I swear. <laughs> what is your mother's maiden name? I know it. Who was your first boyfriend? I know it. The name of your first dog? I know it. <sighs> um, quick side note that I just saw now. Um, apparently, Anita Jackson was on a radio interview on Star FM, mm-hmm. and when asked about the pop ten questions, I was like, "Yeah, we made that up." Wow, shock, horror. Oh my God. You mean the stuff I've been telling you all along? I haven't seen the clip. Philip, I mean, come on. <laughs> come on. No, no that's, that's actually one of the things, that, that's one mean, of the, the on. things that we had to edit out. But yeah, I told you why it was fake. I'm not going to explain why it was fake, but I knew it was fake. Yeah, yeah. I mean, For I multiple think, reasons. But no, but look, uh, I didn't hear the full interview. I just saw people talking about it. So maybe after this episode, I'll, list, I'll listen to whatever relevant parts are available. But yeah, so yeah. I thought of it when you said fake relationship. Okay. um, This past weekend, there was a huge concert in Zimbabwe, one of Africa's top acts and a Zimbabwean fave by the name of Joy Boy. What the hell are you saying? What was that? I'm singing Joy Boy. What? My pepe. Oh, my pepe. You know the song? I seep alcohol. People, I don't know Anyway, so Joe Boy was had a <laughs> highly touted. They they didn't advertise it much, by the way. It, there was only a few posters around, but obviously the word spread quite quickly. People love Joe Boy. Uh, from uh, from what I saw, I never went to the show. I didn't have any plans on going to the show, but uh, from what I saw, the place was packed. I would like to read a, a review of the show um, that you can find in the Herald. Written by a friend of the podcast and, uh, you know, close Ooh, personal. I'm, I'm looking up this interview. Apparently, they went at each other on Power FM. Interesting. Who mm. were, Was this Butterfly that did this interview? No. Who was it? Chamvari. 
I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Let's call the person. Who do you want to go? Shall we call Anita? Watch. Yeah, that's just no. No. Let's, let's I, don't, go, I don't know. Let's go Butterfly. Go Butterfly. Go Pop Teen. To come from Pop Teen. Pop Teen doesn't have a phone. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Pop Teen doesn't have a phone. We'll, we'll, we'll get through to his assistant. Okay. Um, let's go Butterfly. It wasn't Butterfly. But Butterfly will have the school. But I'm going to go with Who, co-worker one she's back at uh, she's at Power FM I, this interview was on Star FM oh yeah. interview uh, was at Star FM so with, I think it, with Anita Jackson Let so me just. it would be if it, if it was drive time it would probably be Mox it would be Mox or V Candy it wasn't drive time it was in the evening it was an evening interview I'm disappointed that I don't know who would have done it. Let me see. Maybe, maybe I think it was. I think it was with Anita. Let me see if she posted about it. Oh, she's performing at the Uncle Waffles show. Shall we go to Uncle Waffles? Maybe Drake will be there. <laughs> yeah, I think I might be there. Um, no, she didn't post what radio station she was on. Come on, come on. Oh, did you know Anita Jackson is a Liverpool fan? Yes, I do. Well, well, then she's colored. So. <laughs> mm, okay, I I hadn't thought about that. You're right. Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> Who interviewed her? Okay, wait, wait. We're gonna find out. Give me a second. Give me a second. <laughs> so apparently, Pop Ten was on radio yesterday, and Anita was on radio today. <laughs> Ah, I don't know. We'll we'll investigate this. In fact, we haven't had Anita on the podcast. We'll get her on the podcast. Mm. Back to the Joe Boy story, Philip. I'm going to read to you a, a review in the Herald, courtesy of a friend of the podcast. Tafad Zimoya. Tafad I had a good time reading this article. You know, it's very poetic. Very <laughs> it's poetic. just well. Mwah, mwah. Chef's kiss. We know, we know how soon you get on the podcast. <laughs> Actually, we should, honestly. <laughs> so, the title of the, the review Joe boy, all froth and no beer. It was a typical damp squib, something the fans felt heartbroken about. Elders would describe Nigerian musician Joseph Akinwale Akinfenwa Donuzed, affectionately known as Joe Boy's performance at Bardell Racecourse as all froth and no beer. The ladies who were among his legion of fans were left with their jaws ajar in disgust. Yesterday, social media was agog with disgruntled fans blasting Joe Boy for failing them when they had expected a lot from him. <laughs> Joe Boy, Joe Boy, Joe Boy. Three <laughs> times. How could you do that to your fellow fans? Well, the artist who came from Zambia a day before his scheduled Arari concert on Independence Eve pulled a shocker and left his fans feeling robbed. Indeed, they are right to feel so because they never got value for their money. I feel it. <laughs> You're interrupting me. I'm not stopping you. Go ahead. Right. I'm going to continue. <clears throat> the concert, which was highly publicized and drew people from all walks of life, from business moguls, celebrities, models, to diplomats, 
So local acts such as Japraza, Takura and several disc jockeys stealing the limelight from Joe Boy. He was overshadowed. Surprisingly, Joe Boy performed for less than an hour. And prior to that on his social media status, he had posted the playlist he was going to play at the show, which lured many fans. They couldn't wait after seeing his Instagram story, anticipating a good outing. But hell has no fury like a woman scorned. Eh? Some suggested what affected Joe Boy's performance was that he had no live band. He only came with his manager, disc jockey and friend. <laughs> I hope it's not friend. Maybe it's like a... How can you come with your friend? I mean, come on, bruh. No, I can't be friend. Business associate. Dude, let's go. Let's call that top comment. Call the person who did the top comment. Let's ask them what happened. Right. <laughs> if, this, if this person is up, uh, let me connect to the Bluetooth. <laughs> the Bluetooth is We are connecting and we are going to phone, but it's very late. That's not it. What is that? Okay, here we go. All right, connecting. Let's try this call. Only, only on two broke tumbos do you get these late late night calls. So we're we're calling someone who was at the show. We had to look fine wide because. Lots of people were at the show, but no one seemed to want to admit that they were at the show. <laughs> this is really late, Philip. We shouldn't be trying to call anyone. Hey, Johnny. Chambari, you're live on the podcast. Two broke trimbles. Don't say anything incriminating. <laughs> How did you just throw me live? I'm uh, a bit busy. I'm in a family meeting. <laughs> tell, tell, tell them. Tell them it's a very important call coming from Makara, <laughs> and it's, it's a late, it's a, it's a late family meeting. So it's, it's, so it's one of those things that there's things to be discussed, and it's Yee. just taking forever. Okay, so yeah. we're not going to tell people who this is. Um, we no, just we just wanted a quick know. review. Wait, actually, yeah, no, but they need to know. Because you already was... said my name when when oh. when, when you answered. Damn it! <laughs> well, we could censor it. <laughs> Okay, no, we just wanted we, we we wanted to find a review of uh of from someone who went to the Joe Boy concert and we saw yours was a top mm-hmm. comment. <laughs> on on the, the top comment way. What Zim celebs? <laughs> nah, okay, what what do you want to know? Just tell us I'm what it was like because we were not there. How, How was the show? Um we got there when Jarpraiser was performing. Jarpraiser, he's a five-star artist. That guy is a performer. He's an artist, he's a singer, he's a musician. He was amazing. Him and his band were amazing. Um, the only issue that I had with them was the way his band was just wearing So that's what they were wearing. And I just felt like I don't know. It just didn't connect with mm. me as um, as 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 the audience. Yeah, you wanted as, camouflage. But right? the of the audience, not camouflage. But I just feel like they could have put on more, effort, put in more effort. Like at Nama, we, those basketball teams have never come to Zimbabwe. Yeah. And aside from, you know, it's different. How when we were growing up, um, Chicago Bulls, like the NBA, was a big deal for us. Mm. I think it's because it used to come out on ZBC back in the nineties, mm-hmm. so we could connect with it. So the current generation, unless they have satellite TV, it's, it's the, the basketball culture is not as deep as it was for us when we were growing up in the 90s. 
So that's why I'm saying I felt a bit of a disconnect today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They, they, I don't know. They could have won something more relatable, but that's beside the point. Their performance made up for everything. His band was on a point. Um, ooh, Stimi was not there. Stimela. Mm-hmm. She was not there. Mm-hmm. Which also then, I was starting to wonder, like, mm-hmm. what's up? Because, do you remember sometime last year there were rumors that maybe she's no longer a part of Chambari, 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 Wakuendere. Now you're just entering oh. gossip territory. Just <laughs> a review your show, yeah. So I was wondering, I was in a conspiracy theory, I'm going to wonder what's up. Just review your show, man. And the thing is, she's my, we're cool and I when we talk, so I think I feel I should hit her up and ask, but I want to put her in a position where she should lie to me. Friend. But anyway, yes, that job raise was good, we already said that. Then Joboy, dude, like people who know me know I was such a huge Joboy fan. Was, and I think was. it was because I'm no longer one. I was an anti-climbing. He was underwhelming, so underwhelming. It wasn't even funny. Mm. He was, from the minute he stepped onto the stage, it was a CD and some of the songs, one of the songs uh, started right in the middle, like on, I think that's the second verse. <laughs> ah, wait, are you telling me you're doing t- DJ track two? Yes, ah. DJ, DJ. Oh my gosh. Wow. But I, I think it was the DJ who had the mic, so the DJ is the one who was basically doing the for us, and it was just, it was so annoying. Oh my gosh. Are you guys sitting down? <laughs> I guess I'm not in an important family meeting. Lean forward. Lean forward. Okay. Because what I'm about to tell you Mm -hmm. will blow your mind. Mm -hmm. Okay. Joe Boy then said in his loudest voice, Zambia, make some noise. Ah. Ah. Everybody went quiet. Ah. And I was like, yo, Zambia, Zimbabwe. Oh yes, yes, perfect <laughs> sound effect. Oh my gosh. Oh my that, god. That at that point I shut down. I shut down mentally, emotionally. So, so, so the crowd didn't done. respond. The crowd was, was silent. The crowd looked at him and then started going, Ooh. <laughs> 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 it was I have second hand embarrassment. <laughs> I'm a this guy was so lucky that the rest of the ground was far from the stage because had they been close, it would have ended in another way. Had they been close, you won't go to the stage. I was. And I would win again. Is it that he couldn't perform or he was just off his game or. He's not I, don't wanna, I don't want to speculate because Matum Wenditura didn't relate to So let me not speculate. But, you know, <laughs> I think he was intoxicated. That's what I thought. That's me, my personal opinion. He looked intoxicated. He was not even connecting with the crowd. Oh my gosh. Another moment. Lean forward. Oh my gosh. Lean forward. <laughs> we, should, we should call Chambari Moe. He yeah. even went. He even went. I'm a piano on us. Mm. What are you doing? How far? What, 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 what are you dancing? piano. DJ started playing some piano song. Ah. piano. How far? Why? 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 That's like a DJ at a party playing music that no one's dancing to, and then he just decides 
to drop Sister Bettina. That's exactly what he did. Like he got to a point where he anger. Oh, he thought he was pulling the emergency. That was the emergency <laughs> break. Then they're like, "Can we have some? Yeah, some pretty ladies come and dance." <laughs> oh, I saw, I saw some of those clips. <laughs> yeah, those were rough. <laughs> sure. Like, dude, we paid money. You dance. Take off your shirt. Do something. <laughs> what are you I'm, doing? I'm embarrassed. We paid money. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Do you know? Do you know? There's some people where it's acceptable. If Jaffrey is not going to call ladies onto the stage, then who are you? Who are you to call ladies onto the stage? Dad, what are you doing? Who sent you? We paid money. I feel bad. Respect yourself, Dad. Yeah, it was terrible. So yeah, in conclusion, I'm no longer a Joe Boy fan, and and uh, I'm an even bigger Jaffrey's fan now. Thank you, Chamvari. Thank you for taking some time away from your very important family meeting so late at night. Um, please yeah. tell them Anzi and my colored friends hello to everyone here if you mkarad if you mkarad ah, oh, if you mkarad feel okay. <laughs> people are doubting your yeah. coloredness in these streets you need to work on that accent bruh Con- confirm feel it's like XQ I'm not mkarad about that it's a lie All right, Chamfari. Thank you for that. That was that was an yeah, adequate. Keep, keep talking. Keep dropping these cancelable takes. <laughs> keep dropping. Guys, good night. Thank you for the call. And please, I, I I look forward to seeing this. I hope I don't get burned for saying what I just said. But anyway, I know. Talk to me later. All love. Thank Thank you, Chamfari. Bye bye. Zimbabwean radio personality, Chamfari. <laughs> of Par FM fame famously interviews a lot of very important people. We just saw that she was at the show and you had it there folks. <laughs> Disappointing. Disappointing, <laughs> Joe boy. Poor. Ah, <laughs> Did you see Kelly Rowland was in South Africa? Oh yes. Oh yes. Did you just pull up at someone's wedding? <laughs> I did. Is that what she was there for? Well, well, there were a couple of people at a wedding, and they were like, "Dude, we're chilling at the wedding." And then Kelly Rowland pitches up, and she's like, "Yo, take photos of me with the bride." <laughs> and it was like, I, "I didn't take photos; I was just taking video." <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. Okay. Anyway, I, so I apparently need... she, she she was there for brutal fruit campaign. Oh, yes. I must have dropped a bag on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are the. Our, our our podcast uh, friend friend of the show was getting roasted. Yeah, of course. Oh, that's no, why. That's the only reason I bring it up. Granted, you're stoking the flames. She she enjoys doing that. <laughs> she was stoking the flames pretty hard. We're talking about Anile, of course. Anile, uh, a, a favorite guest on the show, one of our favorites. We had a great conversation with her, and she explained, guys, I don't have beef with Kelly Rowland, and I didn't insult her. At least that was not my intention. I was just in a debate: who's better, Beyonce or Kelly? So I was defending Beyonce, did she air quotes Rosta Kelly? But I love Kelly Stu Stu. That was her explanation. But South Africans are not having it. They're not having it. They are convinced that Anele said Kelly Rowland is ugly. Mm. So anyway, when Kelly Rowland pulled up in SA, and Kelly, Kelly, Kelly likes to act like she doesn't know. Like, what do you mean? Everyone was like, does Kelly know how much of a stir she causes in South Africa every time she posts a picture. She's like, oh, I didn't know. Funny enough, I'm actually in South Africa now. <laughs> Kelly, if you don't... <laughs> you don't and then she's like, wait, let me post a video. She posts a video of herself in, in Essen. Of course, looking as fine as only Kelly can look. Fam, I've, <laughs> I, I've said this for, for years. 
and I stick by it. Kelly's the finest member of Destiny's Child. It's not even close. Like Beyonce is gorgeous. Beyonce is mwah, beautiful. But Kelly though. Do you have receipts though? That's my question. Do you have receipts for Kelly though? <laughs> Kelly is fine, guys. Kelly is beautiful. <laughs> she is beautiful. I will raise that son. <laughs> I will raise him. I will learn how to reply on Excel. <laughs> anyway, I only bring it up because I was going to say, if you were a fan of um, Anilia's, we were, just send her love and light, you know, during this trying time. <laughs> <laughs> People are mean, Philip. Do you know, do you know? <sighs> anyway. Okay, um, two more stories. Let's start with the leader story um, because it's the it's the the one that I think we'll spend a little bit less time on. I so, saw bits of this, but yeah, can you please explain to me what's going on? So, long story short, reports are coming out of South Africa that uh, Lira has suffered a stroke. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe this actually happened yesterday. Um, let me get it. Here we go. In a statement by her management team, they confirmed that she had been dealing with some health challenges. Um. Yeah, so the statement says, Lira recently traveled to Germany for a performance, but unfortunately suffered a stroke whilst there. As a result, her ability to communicate, in particular her speech, has been impacted. She's currently undergoing treatment back in South Africa, led by the best medical team available. Her medical team has advised that her journey to recovery will require patience, and therefore it is unlikely that she'll be able to perform in the short term. That said, Lira is in good spirits and is surrounded by her loving family and close friends as she journeys towards a full recovery. Lira is an incredible vocalist, incredible singer, incredible artist. So it's very sad to hear this um, yeah, that she man. suffered a stroke. So love and light as well, Lira and friends. Yo, and strokes are the worst, man. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to uh, another story. This is one that came up in our patrons group, which also led to a spirited discussion. Let's get into it again. And it involves Big Zulu. Now, Phil, this is your forte. Please tell us what's happening. Uh. Ambitious is going to ambitious. End of story. So, obviously, yeah, yeah, remember the songs we featured. This is probably one of the biggest hip hop songs, definitely of the pandemic, in the last three years. I'm, I'm struggling to remember a song that's bigger than this. Isn't that ironic then? He's rapping about the Mali mm-hmm. And the Asia from Dubai has none of the Malis. No, no Mali. What happened? So, over the, over the weekend, or rather over, I think, was it over the weekend or during the week? Um, Intasi, uh, Intabayase Dubai said Mali Eningi has reached over 12 million streams but I'm broke never got even one rant then he followed it up and said basically um, in Zulu but the English translation being I'm sorry but I hate features with all my heart because you have to act like we are all okay while only an individual is and then he goes it features so obviously people are like wait a minute this song is huge big Zulu this is your song Um, why is this man complaining about not being paid and then Big Zulu um, dropped um, a statement in which he said, basically, um, Inkabi Records, which is his record label, entered an agreement with Ambitious, who have the rights to Yase. Um, we had a, re- a revenue share agreement, 
And we also gave them 25% of the song. We've paid them all royalties and sent them all statements. Um, throughout the conversation, um, Ambitious were now saying, well, we had to fight to get these statements. They weren't produced in a timely manner, the stand the third. But eventually, uh, they were produced. Um, I had a statement from Ambitious. Where did it go? It just disappeared from my notes. Um... I have I have uh, the statement here. Is this the one you're talking about? Where yeah, so where they drop a, like a full accounting. It, it, the statement is long, but essentially they say that all in all they've been, they've paid out um, close to a hundred thousand rand. Um, for, that's what they've received. They received ninety four thousand rand from Cabaret Records, and they they own twenty five percent of the song, and they've shared that out with the artist. So the artist has been paid, and then. Uh, Yasir then said no I haven't received a cent and then they then he said I've only received 3,700 rand for the the song in its lifetime they but he said I haven't received a cent then, which one is it bro hold on and then Ambitious Records dropped a state a bank um, transfer statement showing that they had sent him a certificate of order money um, but okay so I, Big Zulu is signed to Ambitious no 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 Big Zulu has his own records in Kabi music right Yase, okay. the man singing the chorus on the song, yeah. is signed to Ambitious. Right. So normally what would happen is if Dan is signed to Dan's music and Phil is signed to Phil's music, if you and I want to do a song together, mm-hmm. I'll then say, yo, Dan, you'll hop on this feature. You'd hop on the feature and then you'd have to get clearance depending on the nature of your agreement from your record label. For the most part, the record label would not deny you being on a feature because the more money you make, the more money they make, mm-hmm. right? Un- unless there's some reason to... To stop that. What was interesting is Ambitious now took 25% ownership of the song for a future, which is unheard of. Okay, I wouldn't say unheard of, but extremely rare. The only instances you'd hear of this happening is if I'm an unknown artist and I go to Nicki Minaj and I'm like, yo, I'd love for you to be on the song. Nicki loves the song. She's like, okay, I'll hop in the song, but I'm taking ownership. But surely that was an agreement that was agreed upon. Oh no! So this is this is separate to the agreement between uh, Ambitious and Big Zulu's label. Yeah, this is this is, this is the, Ambitious the, and and this is basic. I would assume this Yase Dubai. Yeah, I I would assume this agreement was now entered into as they were finalizing the release of the song, mm-hmm. getting getting the clearances. So this would be the, these would be the terms of clearances, right? And then the record label says, okay, we'll let him hop on the song, but this is what's required. At the same time, I would say that those two artists were roughly on the same level. The biggest artist on the song at that time was Ricky Rick. Mm-hmm. He was the he was the draw card. Big Zulu had built a, um, a name in, in Durban, definitely. But this was, this was his breakout song, essentially. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that is very weird. I would assume that um, that control was relinquished because they needed the ambitious promotion machine, which for, for whatever you have to say about it, the way ambitious conducts business, what they will do is when it comes to pushing songs and pushing artists and, and finding new acts that are talented, unparalleled. So I would assume that's, so that, that was one. The second thing is it's, it's very telling that um, your reputation is so bad that when people call you out, you have to produce something that stops just a smidge short of audited bank statements just to prove, hey guys, we're not on the wrong here. Mm. The third thing is, 
you remember this from our conversation last week with Karabo Sena, Dan. Remember when you asked him, yo, how much is a hit song worth? What did he tell you? About 100K. In 18 months, this song has generated minimum because we are only seeing, we're not, we're not even sure what, what royalties we're seeing here, mm-hmm. whether these are the mechanicals so or, the, or the publishers. So that's only, a, uh, also it's only a fraction. Yeah, but a minimum of 400,000 rand. Keep in mind, this is during the pandemic. So this is when Big Zulu and the other artists couldn't really promo, push, and tour the song as hard as they could. So, but, but this, if you remember, okay, this is a this is not a, a a standard hit song. This one also was a viral hit, which had. This is what I'm yeah. saying. So what I'm saying is this just shows how massive a song this. this yeah, this, yeah, it was huge. This song is huge. It's a it's it's a it, it's incredibly. It, it, it's this, it, at this point, it's literally printing money, right? It's sad that this is the case. So, I I, I can't speak to what, what is motivating Intaba, but going back to our earlier conversation about about AKA, where we say like, "Yo, when Mess starts to follow you, we have to start asking why is it Mess always follows you? Is there any artist that has been on ambitious that has not said the same thing?" So I, I think I find that um, whenever these issues come up, artists are mad. Like you remember there was a similar situation that happened with um, uh, Jerusalem where your beef is with the artist you were on the song with. But I, I wonder if that is a warranted beef. Should your beef be with Big Zulu or Big Zulu or should it be with your own label or should it be with like what, what it would be it would be so much better if dubai came out and said <laughs> if he came out and said this was our agreement this is how much i i estimate the song has made without having seen all the figures perhaps but i estimate the song has made this much this is how much i should be expecting for such and such royalties. but he doesn't even need to do that because well now we're assuming that him and his team are well versed in this. It's clear from the way that they've responded that they're not. But we've now passed a payment cycle once again. Mr. Senna from Samuel, just scroll up to our previous episode. He actually broke down when payments are made, how they are made, and the windows in which they are made. So, th- actually, I think it's important. So, if you listen to these episodes and you skip the Mental Wellness Mondays episode because you feel you prefer these ones, that's fine. I mean, you can listen to whatever you want to listen to. But I would highly recommend you listen to our last Mental Wellness Mondays episode because we spoke to um, the general manager for sales and licensing at SAMRO. That's the South African Music Rights Organization. And uh, we were speaking about uh, a mental health partnership that they were doing mm. for artists. But we weren't going to waste opportunity and, yeah. and not delve into some nerdy so, music so, questions. So we asked a lot of music questions and how people get their payments and how much can a song make and how, when do they pay? How do they collect? Gigi, all those questions. So if you are interested in that kind of stuff, then highly recommend you go back to the last Mental Wellness Money's episode. That's with Samro's, uh, it's called Samro's New Programs Get Artists Free Therapy. It's actually a pretty cool episode. So go check it out. But anyway, yes, Philip, go on. So, by now, they should have seen the statements at the very least from Samra. So Samra would have said, as a composer, assuming he composed or he's a composer on that song, this is what you're entitled to. And knowing what the split was, he can then figure out, okay, this is roughly how much the song is generated, mm. at least from a publishing standpoint. From uh, uh, the, the mechanical royalties and needle time standpoint, it'll be somewhat more difficult because 
that would be sent to the record label. Now, depending on how complex or opaque um, his deal with the record label is, it's hard to tell. Because another thing that you'll notice is on that bank statement that Ambitious posted, the narrative there was bookings. So it's clear that he signed a 360 deal. Ambitious are handling his bookings, but we don't know if they're paying paying out for royalties. And that could also be the thing because he, he could be countering and saying, guys, you guys have not paid me for the song itself. Mm-hmm. You have not paid me the mechanicals or the pub for the song itself. And Ambitious are countering and saying, no, but we have paid you. But he's looking at it, no, you're paying me here for my share of bookings, not for the song, right? Mm. As far as Big Zulu's concerned, Big Zulu, as far as, I, as far as what I've seen with the information that's been presented to me, has done his part. I have seen people who have vested interests now like creating Twitter spaces and, 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 and starting to, to move the discussion and saying, no, Big Zulu should have put Intaba on. He should have, this is, this is a blight on his legacy. First and foremost, shut the f*** up. Um, secondly, I'm not even going to get personal, but the people saying that, no. Secondly, uh, Big Zulu's responsibility is, this is my song. I need to make this song as big as possible. And I just need to make sure that the people who are on it are credited accordingly. From everything I've seen, the artists have been credited accordingly. And the song was big, was made as big as possible. So he's done his job. The issue here is between Intaba, his management, whoever's advising him, and the label. It's also like, so being mad at Big Zulu is difficult because Big Zulu is not taking money out of his wallet to pay the featured artist. That's what I, that's the point I was kind of trying to bring out. He actually is. No, I mean, I mean as in, okay. In this, in this agreement, he is. He's giving him control. Of, he's given the, the featured artist and their label so, control of the master. So where, where, does that not mean when those, uh, those uh, royalties are paid, the ambitious is going to receive that 25%? No. So they'll go to the owner mm-hmm. who then divides, which is why ambitious were requesting the statements. So how, what would normally work is the, the owner of the, depending on, 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 on what payment you're receiving, but for the mechanicals, the owner will receive it and then they have to disperse those funds. I see. Oh, okay. All right. Now I understand. Okay. So it sounds then that he has a legitimate gripe because if we are saying no, but he doesn't have the legitimate gripe. Oh, the, the label, the label yeah. would. But then, the in in that instance, the label would then have to dispute and say, "Okay, we've received ninety two thousand rand, ninety four thousand rand, as they stated. Mm-hmm. We don't believe that is what the song has generated, right?" And then they'll have to audit or receive a statement. But going back to our previous statement, ninety four thousand rand is a lot of money. For 25%, which means that's 400,000 rand. Mm. That's a lot of money. That song is printing money. Mm. So Intabo should then go to the label and be like, hey guys, fight for me because the more money I make, the more money you make, right? But that's not that's not where the energy, it, 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 it's a little frustrating because it's like every every party doesn't fully understand the process and they're using opaque language um, to, to run around, particularly ambitious, because every time Intaba raises a concern, he's like, yo, I haven't been paid. And I, I think also because he's speaking in Zulu 
and in English, right? So maybe he's not fully articulating himself on the English parts because that's what I understand. Because on the English parts, he's saying, yeah, I've only been paid, I haven't paid one cent from the song. Ambitious counter and send a bank statement that has show bookings. So we actually don't know if he actually has been paid for the song itself. Mm. He might have been made. He might have made money as a result of the song because of show bookings, but not for the song itself. Well, the importance of everyone learning. Your book is taking long, Philip. Yes, I'm putting pressure. You promised us this long ago. Long ago. I'm going to punch you in the face. All right, let's uh let's get before we get into music um ah, ah let me not be petty. Okay. Um <laughs> what's up? KZN experienced some floods. Oh. No, 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 let's not do that. No. Yeah, yeah, let's not do that. I mean, it was rough. Uh, shout out to Charlize Theron for trying to get a lot of people to, she donated through her, her non-profit and was trying to get other people to donate as well. Then everyone was like, Elon Musk, how far? Man's uh, is like, my money's tied up right now. Uh, <laughs> my money's tied up right now. You know, so. like, I got a check in the savings and you know, the way my check in the savings. <laughs> let's listen to some music Philip it's really late it's super um, late let's see what are the what are the stories that are burning on the timeline I think we've covered everything actually. Yeah, yeah, oh I'm yeah the, well we can discuss oh, Netflix Netflix is is, is is hemorrhaging money oh yes Netflix sorry yes 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 um, I think what what, what 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 else we need to discuss is this because this story first and foremost I didn't know Dan did you know Fire. that Shade Room has an investigative reporter like actual investigative reporters I'm sure they've got plans to expand. I mean, this is this can't last forever. So they they dropped a, a scathing report on Afro Nation. Accusation following news of some high-profile artists dropping out of a recent festival date. So what's really going on? I'm Justin Carter. This is TSR Investigates. <laughs> <laughs> I still got to take this. TSR Investigates. Investigates. <laughs> Afro Nation hosts some big festivals all across the globe. So when the festival made a stop in San Juan, Puerto Rico on March 24th, the dancers hired to perform were excited to hit the stage for artists like Meg Thee Stallion and Wizkid. But that excitement was short-lived. Red flags from the jump, from the minute we touched down in Puerto Rico. Cece Tour says that she flew in early as the lead choreographer for Afro Nation. Got a message from them saying that we would not be getting transportation from the airport as promised. So she got a ride to an Airbnb where she and about six dancers were booked to stay for the weekend. She says a logistics company called Live Love Logistics was handling the group's travel, food, and lodging. Wow, I really wish y'all could smell smells through video because that's the key part, the smell, bro. Mm. This is the bathroom. So anyway, they now go on to talk about how terrible the experience was, how little they'd been fed, how they got into an altercation with the stage manager, and then the stage manager, they refused to fire the stage manager, but they promised they'd not be around him. Um, and because artists were pulling out left, right, and center, it then created all this chaos. Yo, the Affirmation brand, yo, it's, it's looking, it's, it's like going back to that AKA statement again, like why is, why isn't this following you like this, yo? 
<laughs> Afro Nation has a tough, a tough run of like three years, mm. <laughs> like three, at least maybe more, four years. <laughs> Cancellations, things not expected. It's it's um yeah the fire festival of Afro beats. <laughs> ah damn, we got breaking news. Dun, dun, dun. You have a breaking news bumper. Ah, yes, 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 yes. I got you. I got you. I got you. Breaking news. Breaking news. Um, I have it. Um, breaking news. <laughs> we have a press statement from the Reserve Bank of Zimbabwe. It's about the cessation of Inbox as a money transfer service provider. Hey. Wait, drop the volume. Drop the, no, you, no, you can't. It's, I have to. Anyway, yes, go ahead. I was, I was, I was going to sing the, the, the press statement. In, no. In yeah. Oh, no, it's stopped working. <laughs> the Reserve Bank of Zimbabwe advises the public that it has ordered Simbisa brands to cease operating the money transfer service branded as styled inbox with immediate effect. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. The cessation of the service means that customers are no longer be able to deposit funds into the inbox account or transfer the funds to third parties. However, customers may redeem their balances for cash or goods at Simisa Brands private limited outlets within a period of 13 days from the statesman. Just, just when you think something came along that can, you know, can help you. Do you even have an account? No, I don't. But <laughs> I, I did consider it because I saw a lot of people saying, wow, Inbox is really convenient. Um, yeah. Anyway, Philip, I want to play some music and then get out of here. So yeah, l- let me let me kick it off. I've got a song, but this kid, uh, Donald Mangana, like Solid the Plug, um, who's handling his stuff, he's been sending a lot of stuff. Donnell. Is that what, is that what you said? Donnell Mangana. No, Kelvin. Oh, Kelvin. Okay. It's Kelvin. This is Kelvin. So he's got a song called Palesa. He's based in Bulawayo. actually pretty dope um forward it to me let's get him on radio let's get this kid on radio that's actually pretty dope dream something else that's blowing up on radio is confused's new song it's called stupid i like it check it out it comes with an interesting video can i just say philip recently the the, the quality of video vixens has just shot up I'm ja- I'm impressed. Well done, guys. Uh, my, my visa is renewed. I got it. 
I'm in love again I can't believe I'm in love again It is indeed a perfect feeling Perfect feeling I'm falling in love again I'm falling in love again I think my broken heart is healing Yo, Zim artist, when you drop a video, please make sure the song is available on bloody streaming. Well done, confused, great song. I mean, he's had like mid. Like, oh, listen to this. I don't know who that is, but don't you? You almost feel like mm, I need to see who that is. But anyway, yeah, um, confused with that song. Um, something else coming through from you, a, a, a local song. I can't. Uh, no, okay, not that one. Um, someone I want to play for you right now. Are you familiar with Brian Nira, uh, Philip? I am indeed. Brian Nira has a new song out. Um, Brian Nero was on one of these challenge shows. I forgot which one it was. I think it was, was it The Voice? He was one of these and he did really well and whatever, whatever. And uh, he's got a new song out. It's called, let me pull up the name very quickly for you. It's called In My Arms. Here you go. And it looks like uh, it's, it's him and his, oh, his madam. I know. sings to his wife so yeah there's that song i mean it's good singing yeah i mean yeah you know go to hill song on a sunday morning it does sure. feel very hill songy it does feel very hill songy i must say maybe the official acoustic version will sound better do you think let's yeah. try let's try oh, no we're not gonna try <laughs> no, let's play <laughs> Let's see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why are we such assholes? <laughs> Isn't this the same? You were always longing to be her. I think so. 
look. We praise you. We worship you. Like it would fit like it feel it does feel quite like that, yeah. You are our strength. <laughs> okay, Philip, can we get out of here, please? I'm begging. I'm begging. <laughs> All right, boys and girls. Um, I'm pretty much done. Um, yeah, I think. Thank you for tuning in. If we can land an interview for this episode. I don't know. I think we'll, we'll save it for next week. Okay, cool. All right, cool. Uh, unless we drop two episodes in a week. Yeah, I don't know who's going to edit that because I that do not have such time. I'll, I'll do the interview. All right, cool. So, um, so yeah, so that's been our episode. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. As usual, we would appreciate your support. You can go to twobroketimbles.com forward slash donate to join the Patreon uh, where we have uh, uh, the people who really love us. Huge shout out, by the way, to the It's Layered squad. Congratulations. It's Layered, a podcast that you can listen to. They recently had us on there. Well, recently is, uh, it's doing a lot of work in that state, in that sentence. But yeah, no, the, um, congratulations to you guys. And we've recently been having good chats to uplift the podcasting in the country. So yeah, so shout out but to. By you. that, that means they they took us for breakfast. They did take we us. Are, for breakfast. We are we are very cheaply bought. <laughs> like, give us a meal and ah, uh, so we, we got you. But I mean, it was good conversation, podcasting. You know, yeah, it's it's good. Um. Oh yeah. So twobroketimbers.com forward slash donate. Like, subscribe uh, as usual on all our platforms, and please drop a comment and a five star rating. That will do a huge favor. I feel like this is now white noise. You keep hearing it. Drop a comment, like five star rating. Everyone is asking you to do that. We would appreciate it if you just took some time out of your day to do that for us. Thank you very much. Mm, that is indeed. All right. So we're going to sign out with uh, a tribute to DJ K Slay. Is that what you wanted to end with, right? It's, it's going to be a bit long. We, we, um, there's also a, a pretty dope song that Youngster dropped last night. Um, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. If I can't find a clean version. Uh, I think I think, I think think that'll be nice. Considering um, Cotton Fest is in two days, I still might go. So I might be at Cotton Fest this weekend because, mm. um, yeah, I've, my, my presence has been requested there and I want to pay homage to, to Ricky. Um, so I might be at Cotton Fest. If not, then I guess I'll see you at Waffles. Let's go to Waffles. Mm. Oh, we can do Cotton Fest and Waffles. Yeah, that's not going to happen. So a lot of, unless someone is, are you paying? No, we can make a plan. We'll, right, we, we'll, we'll take it out of the 2BT <laughs> budget. I mean, you know. All right, we're going to get out of here. Thank you very much for tuning in. You said you want to end with the new Youngster. Youngster CPT. What's it called? Dear Ricardo. Oh, okay. All right, guys. Uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys next week. We out. <laughs> in a hundred years from now, we'll all be gone. All of this, you know, disappeared or disintegrated, burn down, it'll freeze over. You know, this board will stop working, these mics will be useless. When that time comes, what do you want people to remember about Young CPT? CPT, CPT, Cut the young and deep 
I used your intro for the beat cause it helped with the grief I got it from the king of the niche whom I always admired I never really knew you felt that exhausted and tired I cried for four days, saw you in Joburg when I could just for those short stays I wish we could have collaborated in more ways Even did a performance for free at my born day Event, I know we all pawns on this board game But your death got me crying out in the Lord's name Heart sore on the floor, is there really more pain? Jerry phoned me, I felt death when that call came A lot of people knew you longer than me Had tighter and better friendships But I had to write my feelings down in order to express The shooter big for that verse Didn't want to seem like I'm desperate But I thank you for your time, your energy and your efforts Always suspected there was a method to your madness You called me late at night when you were overcome with sadness I could hear it in your voice so I just tried to cheer you up Seem larger than life but still as real as one of us It's been depressing me for weeks I'm questioning beliefs Smiling on the surface you were hurting underneath I called Steeler on the phone we haven't spoken in a while I dialed cause there were things that we just had to reconcile I called Ganja started crying spoke to Stogie and Shakes Cause not many people in Cape Town could really relate I told Rolo the same thing I felt alone at that moment Not sure who to reach or to send my condolence So I took what I was feeling Bottled it up and closed it Did the five shows and slowly found the words I need and wrote this Your mother climbed Everest in less than 20 days It amazes me to see all the strength that she displayed On the day you passed away, Joburg had some heavy rains But when you get to heaven's gate, say salute to Jesse Rains Looking at our photographs, many laughs were shared Among these industry guys, none of them compared Good lives and young, I wish that yours were spared Your family and friends are always in my thoughts and prayers You gave us a stage to showcase and perform on Come to think of it, in some ways you put us all on Salute the boys in bucks, I hope we're gonna see more of And rest in peace to DJ Dimples Damn, you all gone Ricky knew what to tell us, he knew what to give Why Jen and Cotton Club, we were building the bridge I know you mean the world to your wife and your kids And they mean the world to you, so it is what it is You did what you did, but I wish you didn't have to And everything you've done for me, I'm grateful and I'm thankful You did it big, a true one of one, never cancelled We never die, we only multiply, light the candle I'll see you on stage at the Cotton Fest, I hope it's annual And thank you for teaching us all about family values, love Riyadh Yeah I had a dream about you on the, on the 23rd of March, bro At least I got to see you. I, I cried with you. I hugged you. I, I said, I said my goodbyes, bro. But it's just for now. I know it's a temporary existence. I'm sorry, bro. I'll have mercy on you. Safe. Of course, the best. iPhone. I found best right now. All the way. Bridging the gap. That's what we're doing. Bridging the gap. Riyadh and Ricardo. Come on, 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 come